Hi and hello watch fans and welcome to another edition of the Real Time Show. With me, your friendly neighborhood jeweler Alom and Joseph, I have Hakim El Kadiri. I'm very honored and proud to welcome you to the studio. How are you, Hakim? I'm really fine. Thank you, Alon. Where did I find you in the world today, Hakim? I'm based now in Neuchâtel, uh, so close to Neuchâtel. It's in fact uh, Saint-Blaise, really close. It's five kilometers from uh, Neuchâtel. And I'm in my office. Thank you so much for making the time to sit down with me. We are recording this on a day before we have the announcement on when this episode airs because it's a big day for both you and I but we're going to keep the best for the end of the episode so we're going to force our dear listeners to listen to the whole episode before we get to that Hakim um, please do an intro who you are and why you started Elka Watch Company E-L-K-A Oh, that is, is a long story. So, uh, first of all, so um, I was working for many years in the watch industry. So I started it in uh, '98, uh, working for different brands. And uh, um, so the first one was called Swatch. Then uh, I was working for Hamilton. And this is where I met you, Anona. So that was in '98, something like this. Uh, no, 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 sorry, sorry. It was in 2008. We have a uh, the first meeting together. And then after that, I was working for Radu. So after, I mean, all these years uh, in um, the, the, this group, so I wanted to leave it and I wanted to, to develop my own brand. So that was an old dream. So I wanted to do that since years. I wanted to become really an entrepreneur, uh, someone who can do everything from thinking to to develop the product, to develop the market, to develop the marketing, to develop everything. So I was dreaming about doing something like this. So then um, I started, that was exactly one year ago, I started my Kickstarter on the 1st of June 2022. Okay, today we are the 1st of June 2023. It's exactly one year I started my project uh, and that was um, really exciting, exciting period, and it's still exciting. Thank you for that. And you are a gentle soul, a very modest man, a super friendly, and you did it very quickly, but you have an actually an amazing track record. And you are right. We did indeed meet the first time in 2008, because I remember that vividly, because Ace Jewelers became the first authorized watch dealer for e-commerce by the Swiss brands. And one of them was indeed Hamilton. And I remember vividly that I was invited by um, the CEO and the whole management team. It was uh, Matthias Brecham back then. Right. And I met you, Sylvain Dola, and uh, actually the whole team was there. Vivian was there, who's the CEO today. Um, and, and the funny thing is, um, somebody pointed out to me recently that there is proof of our friendship that runs more than a decade because there's a video of you and me at Basel World 2010 on YouTube. So you guys can Google Ace Jewelers Hakim El Kadiri and you'll find a YouTube movie of Hakim presenting a super cool watch, uh, which was called The Time Player. So that's a proof that 
that we know each other and we go way back, but it's indeed 2008 because you guys flew me into uh, Hamilton HQ in Bien Biel. Mm -hmm. um, so that's super cool. But I want to actually go back, uh, Hakim, because um, I know you worked for Swatch and before that you even worked for Semiconductors and a company called Transfluid, which I don't even know what you did there. But for our listeners, they're all watch geeks. Let's talk about Swatch because in 98, you started at Swatch. So let's walk me through that, then Endura, then Hamilton, then Rado. And then we'll talk about Elka again. And for our, and for our dear listeners that are listening, in the time being, some of them like to Google or type in websites. Um, the Elka official website is E-L-K-A-W-A-T-C-H.C-H, elkawatch.ch, which stands for Switzerland. Yeah, okay. So I started in uh, 98. That was the 1st of January uh, when I started uh, at Swatch. Uh, so I was uh, coming from a different background. So I had a background of a technician in in, uh, in machine industry. So I was working for the semiconductors. And I wanted to leave this field to have something which is a little bit more... Um, Sexy. So something that is, um, first of all, something is more at the international level. So like, I mean, uh, watch industry. I mean, if you talk about watches all over the planet, so you can think about watches, chocolate, cheese, or banks, or insurances. But I mean, the most sexiest uh, part was working for the watch industry. So at, at that time, that was really, really, really difficult to, to, to start working in the watch industry if you didn't have any background in the watches. So then I had the chance to start um, at Swatch and uh, I started as a um, junior product manager. So something really, really interesting. So I had no idea about uh the design no idea about the marketing so my only knowledge was um i would say on the technical field um and also i mean the, the um, technical marketing and uh, so that was really interesting because at that period so i was painting i was doing some photos i was uh, sculpting and uh, so that was really my passion um out of the the, the job and then when I started working for Swatch, um, so I could, uh, I had the chance to mix my passion that is developing, creating, and also the job. So that was a really nice period. I learned a lot. So that was really good school. So it was all, 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 I mean, interesting uh, working there, creating uh, having ideas and developing ideas. So that was a school that you had to do uh, things fast, but think well. And um, and um, so then I, I started like a junior product manager for, for a part of the Irony watches. Okay. So I started by the lady, the big um, models, and then slowly and slowly I took over I mean, responsibilities of uh, the whole um, collection of um, irony skin. And then I ended also with all the special projects like the James Bond uh, wallet uh, with the 20 watches and um, the Olympic Games and things like this. So it was really interesting. And, and frankly, I learned a lot uh, during that period. I said there, I mean, for a bit more than four years, but at uh, that period, just right after, so I wanted to to learn something more because here, I mean, of course, I mean, it was a 
a big company. So then, uh, uh, of course, so you can uh, develop things. You can go ahead also with all the projects. But there are a lot of uh, people working all around and everyone has uh, his position. And uh, and at the end, I wanted to, to learn something different and to have a bigger um, overview of the project that I was handling. So that was the reason why I asked also uh, joining Hamilton. Uh, the brand was previously in the United States and the brand came in 2001 in Switzerland and then I had the opportunity to join Hamilton in 2002. That was really exciting because, I mean, that was a small, small company. So the company came from the USA in 2001. The team was only handled by five people. So the president, the, um, responsible for the marketing, responsible of the finance. And uh, so we were overwhelmed by Rado at that time. So we were in a small house uh, just close to Rado. I mean, that was... a a two stories uh, uh, building. I mean, building. Yeah, was a small a garden house. We, we we could say, and only five people to handle the company. Um, in fact, this is what exactly I wanted. Something uh, a company where I mean, the whole team is together, so you don't need to have meetings. I mean, tons of meetings. I mean, to go ahead, you can think and do, and this is what I like, and this is also I mean why. I also created my brand today. Um, so it's, it was really interesting because you had an idea, you could talk uh, with the boss another time. Um, so that was Holger Damen, the, the boss of uh, Hamilton. And after that, so after one year, so Mr. Brechen took the position of uh, president of um, Hamilton. And... Um, from that, uh, so we were at the beginning five people. Today, I guess there are almost something like uh, 50 pe people. And I would say probably today it's not anymore the same company. It was like working for a startup. A startup, but in the group and in the group. So you have the capabilities, you have the possibilities also to to develop, you have, uh, I mean, the strength of the group, but you have also the structure of the small company to go ahead, to, to think, to do, I mean, without, I mean, all uh, the, 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 I would say, politic problem you could have in a big company. Then uh, here, so the idea was really to change completely the look of the, uh, the, the brand so we had a lot of old models. So the design of the of Hamilton at that period was really kind of old vintage um, American watches. So the style was a little bit outdated, and so we had to to change. So the, the first strength of uh, Hamilton was the khaki, and uh, the khaki is still today uh, something really, really, really uh, strong. And so we started by Kaki. So we had the chrono, we had the, 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 the mechanicals, we had the, the automatics, uh, and slowly and slowly. So we created from the old pieces, we created also uh, novelties, uh, um, something a little bit more in the trend of the period. And slowly and slowly, um, so each year, um, I had the chance to be able to develop product like uh, you, um, you you said before, Alan, so the Time Player or the Space Odyssey 
or I mean products like this that were really interesting. Some products that were more iconic, something that people could see, people could imagine because there were also pieces that were in movies. But of course, I mean, pieces that were not selling uh, like uh, hotcakes because they were complicated in terms of, um, of, uh, of design. Some, but they were pieces that you were collecting more than, uh, than wearing. And, I, and that was something interesting because you need to have sometimes iconic pieces. Sometimes you need to have people, uh, pieces that are talking, talking to the people, talking to the press. And uh, that makes the buzz. And of course, at the end, you are going to sell the product that are more commercial, something that is going to to pass the, over the years, they are go not going to be outdated too quickly. So there are really two ways of doing products also in, in the watch industry, but I would say, I mean, also in uh, car industry and all the, all the industry. For our listeners that are not that familiar with the, with the brand, Hamilton is an American brand or was? was? Historical, historical, very historic brand. Created in 1892. Yeah, so that's amazing. Made very important watches for railroads, uh, U.S. Army, very iconic designs as well. Swatch Group bought it at a certain point. I don't remember the year. Maybe you can uh, help me out there, Hakim. I think it was around 72, 1972, if I'm, if I'm right. So that was, yeah, it, it was just, I mean, after the, 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 the crisis of Quartz uh, or something like this. Yeah, so it should, it should have been later because SMH was formed in the beginning of the 80s. But okay, it's quite some time now. It's produced in Switzerland. You guys kept the American heritage alive. What I wanted to ask you is, how come Hamilton had such strong ties to uh, both aviation and Hollywood? Um, so with the aviation, uh, so that was something that, uh, okay, we had, I mean, different uh, watches. So we had the, the watches for, I mean, the, 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 the field, okay, the khaki field. We had the, the watch for the Navy and we had the watch also for the aviation. So we created a lot of models like the X-Wind, X-Copter, and different uh, products like this that were connected to the aviation. So that was, in fact, I would say, uh, a development of the product that uh, uh, pushed also the, the, the brand to be loved by pilots. And uh, that was more, I mean, the design of the watch that helps to, to go in that direction. And uh, so that was for the aviation, for the movies, for the cinema. You know that uh, so the um, one watch was worn by Elvis Presley, huh? so the, the iconic one. Um, then uh, they were uh, a watch uh, called the Space Odyssey that was also used in 2001, the Space Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick. So they did at that period only one prototype in fact i think it was five prototypes for the movie and um and after that so that started really i mean to be the watch of hollywood the watch of the the uh, the, the, the cinemas um i think that started really early and in fact also 
the um, the brand was uh, was in USA and they had a really um, good co- connection and collaboration with Hollywood. Very interesting to hear, and uh, there's so much pedigree there. As a product developer, did you find that a burden or actually? very inspiring to work with such iconic watches and history it was it was really inspiring so you know i mean if you have something in hand and i had a book also uh, of the brands and an old book uh, where you can find i mean all the the all the watches created you know i mean hamilton was at that time uh, uh, the the biggest watch company in the world. So they had something like six thousand uh, workers. I mean, for the for the company that was based in Pennsylvania, and uh, uh, so they created a lot of things, a lot of uh, different products. And I would say also, I mean, that is going to be also my way of thinking. Uh, in the sixties, in the sixties, the, the 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 brand was really strong. And in the 60s, everyone was creating. So the, the design was uh, freely an open page. So no, nobody uh, was stopped by, by um, a design. So everybody wanted to create. So it was something really free. I mean, all the design were, uh, were um, accepted, I would say, and everyone tried to do things. And I love this period because... Uh, because there were no breaks in designing, in creating. So all the ships, all the, 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 the structure, all the movement, everything was possible at that period. So um, for architects, for creators, for designers, for industrials, for, 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 for um, um, engineers, everyone uh, could have designed uh, um, any uh, type of product. And uh, frankly, I would say uh, um, Hamilton was really nice uh, um, to work for. I can imagine, and and I've been there, so I've tasted the vibe. The last thing I wanted to ask you about Hamilton is, um, for those that work in the industry, many of our listeners actually work in the watch industry, they know that Swatch Group doesn't have a startup mentality. It's uh, very much a hierarchy and big. Uh, a lot of entities, but run like a corporation. How come you guys had that unique corporate culture, subculture within the Swatch Group that actually Hamilton did whatever they wanted? I remember the offices were near Erlog, so the distribution center for Euro- mm-hmm. Europe for um, the watches, which you guys took me to, which was very fascinating to see. And how come that culture was there at Hamilton? Because it was very much fun. It was almost like Swatch. Yeah, I would say I would say that is uh, okay. So we were really small. Uh, so I told you before. So we were only five people working in that com- in in that company. So I mean, for the group, also five people. If you uh, can imagine, I mean, the the scratch group was at that time something like thirty two thousand uh, people working for the the group. So uh, um, the the. The, the, the company was almost unknown. So nobody took care about this company because it was really small. And so we could try to develop things and we were not under the, the, the radar. And that was really a big freedom working uh, for this, uh, this company. And I would say probably that was the only one uh, in the group that was so free also 
uh, to develop uh, and uh, to, to, to be able to, to create. Do you want to share a bit more about Hamilton, some inside views, um, some things we don't know, or do you want to move on to your next move with Rado after almost nine years at Hamilton? Yeah, so let, let, let me I mean, go on I mean, to, to, to Rado. Probably I will come back uh, to Hamilton later on. I mean, it depends. I mean, if you have any question or anything. So I, I, this, I, I would say that was really uh, Hamilton. That was really my love brand, I would say. Um, I, I love the type of product, the type of watches, and that fits perfectly also to the things I I like. Uh, so on the period, the the, the design, uh, the look, uh, and everything. So that was really, I think, my 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 uh, loved brand. I would say. But let's uh, talk about. Um, I mean, the next one. So then uh, I I left. Uh, so after uh, ten years at uh, Hamilton, so I had to. To to do something else, I wanted to 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 see something else, uh, to understand something else. Then I left uh, because because um, I was asked to 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 join uh, Matthias Gresham, who was appointed uh, president of uh, Radu, and then so we were there uh, at Radu. At the beginning, I told to Matthias Bresen, so that is a brand that I don't understand. I understand the uh, Swatch. I understand uh, Hamilton. I understand a lot of brands, but uh, Rado, so I had no, uh, I mean, no feeling about the brand because I, I went in the shop and I, I wanted to see, I mean, what uh, was the look of the product. And I had the, the feeling that uh, on the display, so among 50 watches, uh, so you had only one piece because they were all black, they were all minimalistic, they all had the same look. So, And then I said, well, uh, I'm sorry, I can't join the company because, I mean, I don't understand it. And uh, and then uh, Mr. Bresham told me, so, I mean, you don't have to do uh, like, I mean, the watch that you can see today in the collection you can do whatever you want and when what you know to do. And then so I said, okay, let's try, let's try. And uh, I joined, uh, that was in 2011. Uh, that was uh, a new period because, I mean, okay, I had a bigger team uh, and uh, so all the, um, the the project were a bit different. So I was thinking about developing what like, like developing a watch in stainless steel or in plastic, but that was more complicated because uh, it was uh, ceramic. And the ceramic is really, really complicated to, to manage. If you don't know how to manage that, so uh, at the end, uh, it's a nightmare. So you have a lot of uh, problems. Of course, in the group, uh, there um, there is a company called Comadure, and with these um, people, I mean, at Comadure, with the knowledge they had, so that was easier to develop also a product. Even though if I, uh, I was thinking, as I said just before, uh, developing product like developing a watch in stainless steel, in one way, that was a good point because uh, I had no barrier in developing pieces uh, in ceramic. But um, so 
I, I was thinking like uh, in stainless steel, of course, I had to do some compromises in terms of design, in terms of, of, uh, of look. But uh, at the end, so we could change also the look and feel of the brand. I guess at the end, after the 10 years that I, I, I was working for, for this company, I think the look has really changed. Uh, we went to, uh, to a product and also an image and also a, a communication that was a bit more um, fancy, modern, trendy, uh, more lifestyle, more uh, urban also than before. And I guess today, I mean, the collection has a really nice look and I hope they are going to to continue also in that way in working with designers and working with other design and working with something that is going to please to uh, the people uh, of today. So you spent over a decade there, 10 years and half a year, 10 and a half. Uh, uh, yeah, something like this, yeah, 10 and a half, 11, so something like this, yeah. Were you incremental to that huge pivot that Rado did, tapping back into the back catalog, bringing back retro models like the Captain Cook? Yeah, I think at the beginning, the idea was really to change and to to bring like the hyperchrome, to bring the true, to bring the diamaster, to bring, I mean, pieces that were more, I mean, as I said before, more urban. It's something that uh, was pleasing. So and then, so I, I think all the, the the people, all the retailer, all the customer, they were happy to see a move also in uh, in um, in the, um, the, the the design. Then um, what I, I I like to do because also Rado is not an old brand, but um, what I did at the beginning was to take the design from the past, I mean, from the 70s or something like this, and to redesign them, to bring um, from the past model something a little bit more modern, more contemporary. And, um, and slowly and slowly, I, I, I wanted also to talk also about the old model, not only to bring the novelty, not only to bring something new uh, with the picture of the old, but I wanted also to bring a kind of a replica of the old model with new technology, new materials, of course, like the Captain Cook with the bezel in, um, in, um, in, uh, in ceramic, like the, the chevet box, uh, a sapphire crystal instead of uh, the... Um, as a lit glass or uh, anything. So uh, everything was taken from the past to create a new model, which was something new in the collection, but with a limited edition of an, a replica. And that was really interesting. And this is where also I started I mean, developing things like the, the, the golden horse, I mean, the, the captain crew. Like, I mean, other pieces like this, but it is also my philosophy in terms of design that I have also today with Elka. We used to be Rado dealers for many decades, and we had actually, if I had to generalize, three top three buyers, top three clients, either Dutch locals that loved design, design, and they would buy the Integral, mm -hmm. full ceramic, uh, straight lined, 
tank uh, 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 wheels on your wrist, or Indians, or Colombians. Okay. Those loved Love Rado. For our listeners that are not that familiar with that brand, it's R-A-D-O, and you can find it at rado.com. Um, they they used to be the kings of ceramic, mm-hmm. um, and maybe the only producers before ceramics became trendy. Very innovative, mm-hmm. and um, I think you guys made a critical pivot when you were there at Rado, uh, because other brands started to step on your domain with ceramics, and you guys brought back the heritage with amazing watches. And I still love today these collabs they do with designers, the square ceramic watches. There was a, a yellow watch. I forgot the name. Yeah, which was a, is, is a very cool watch. So, so compliments to you. Um, after, if I count correctly, you spent from 98 to 2021 at the Swatch Group. Before we go to your entrepreneurial mm-hmm. era, the chapter of being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. let's summarize your amazing history at Swatch Group, which you left a beautiful uh, heritage and, and, and left your mark. What are the things you learned there in a positive and a negative thing that you took with you as an entrepreneur? So what were the upsides and what were the downsides as well? I think um, so. The the the, the positive um, points. So there are a lot of positive points, and I would say most of them are only positive. Um, I uh, I when I started working for Swatch, uh, as I said, uh, it is um, it is something that you have to create. Uh, so every six months you have to launch. Uh, pieces. So today, I mean, this is a bit different, but at that time, so we had something to create, something like 120 watches in irony for the whole year. Means, okay, so you have every six months to launch uh, 60 pieces. Uh, so that was uh, short. So you had to to think uh, a bit in early, in advance, um, what is going to be the trend what is going to be liked by the customer? What uh, um, would be the next point? You have to be uh, ahead, but you don't have to be too early because, I mean, if you are too early, nobody is going to understand also where you are going and also the trend and nor the colors and or something like this. So that was really the best, I would, the best school I did, even more than going to the university. Uh, I, I think it was really uh interesting fast uh no time to 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 think twice uh and really learned a maximum uh within swatch so yeah nothing to 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 blame about this company and uh nothing to say in a bad word you are it's 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 now we're looking for bad words. No, no, no. Being big makes you slow, right? Um, yes. I already said. Yes, already it, said. it is what we think. But here, Swatch is quite big, I would say. But frankly, I mean, no time to be slow. No time to be slow. And uh, this is good because it keeps you really young in uh, developing products. Interesting. So would you interact with late uh, Mr. Hayek and 
his son Nick Hayek Jr., uh, his sister Nala, or her son Mark Hayek? Would you would you interact with them? Yeah, sure. I mean, every uh, six months, I mean, for Swatch, so we had a meeting also to present that was uh, with Mr. Hayek Senior. So we had to present the, the the collections. So that was every six months, and so we had to present the the collection. That was the only moment that uh, we had meeting with uh, with uh, with the family um later i mean uh, with uh, hamilton orado so we had a closer collaboration uh, for meetings for presentation for for um, i mean to have guidelines also i mean in terms of products um, or marketing uh, with uh, how would that go just give us a little bit of insight was it tic tac tac very quick if they didn't like it, they said no. Boom, scratch, and you had to go back to the drawing board. Or yeah, I would say yeah, I would say I would say I would say yeah. Uh, it was it was really fast. So I mean, and I mean for I mean uh, from I mean, senior or junior, uh, it, it was not exactly the same way of uh, of uh, communication. But usually it was uh, quite fast. So. I mean, you can either do it or you cannot do it. So sometimes you have to to revise your your copy and uh, so to go back uh, <laughs> to work again on on your project. How detail oriented were they? Did they go literally go down to the 0.1 millimeter of specifications no, of things? No, 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 at all, no, 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 no. That was uh, more. I mean, about the design. If we're on the right track, you know, I mean, the Swatch Group has uh, something like 20 different brands. And uh, different uh, price segments, but uh, the idea was really not to overlap uh, a brand uh, one on the other one. So in terms of communication, so everyone has its own communication, like you said before. So for Hamilton, that was aviation, that was in the cinema, that is really for Hamilton. For uh, for uh, Rado, that is ceramic, that is uh, uh, um, um, design. So everyone has his own communication in terms of uh, design, also in terms of logo. Uh, everyone has a kind of liberty, I would say, liberty also to work. Everyone is different. Everyone is, in bracket, fighting against the other brand. Uh, but um, the, 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 the meeting we had also with the family was really not to have a problem between... Uh, between one uh, brand uh, to another one. So we couldn't uh, launch uh, more or less I mean, the same product as uh, Longines or Omega would have done. So you, you understand? Definitely. It's the here the Swatch Group Pyramid, which yes. is very known in marketing terms and in the watch industry. Um, but you know what? Um, we can talk for hours about it. We would love to have you back on the show. i kind of very excited to go into your most recent chapter. So almost two years ago, you decided to start Elka. Why the name Elka? You know, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, everything, I mean, with this brand is, is interesting. Everything is like, uh, um, it, it, it is like, like uh, star, stars that are just aligning. Uh, you know, uh, so my nickname is Elka. Okay, and once I, I said, okay, uh, let's develop a, a brand. And in fact, I was not thinking about developing the brand uh, Elka at the first beginning. So I wanted to, to, 
to to buy another name, and that was an American brand, which was really close to Elka. And uh, so the name of the brand was Elgin, you know, because uh, okay, that was as I said before. Uh, I loved I loved working for Hamilton, and Elgin was created at the same period as Hamilton. They were doing also railroad watches. They had also army watches and things like this. And I was thinking about taking this this name, and um, but this name was already taken. And then I said, okay, well, okay, why not? Uh, okay, taking something like Elka Watch and Co. I love this. This it sounds well. I mean, you need to have a name that is really uh, nice to understand. That is going to be pronounced uh, by everyone in every language. Uh, so, and then I said, okay, why not Elka? So, I mean, my friends are calling me by my nickname Elka because I mean, it's really the short name of uh, of Elka Diri, my name. And then, also, I mean. And then, so I was looking at the list. I was looking at different um, lists of old brands. And then once, I mean, I felt on Elka. Elka, Edouard, Louis, Kik from Amsterdam. And that was a revelation. I was trying to look at who was owning the, 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 the name. And okay, nobody. I mean, that was, I mean, um, um, uh, discontinued. In 2012, I mean, the name was not protected anymore. Um, and then I was looking also at what Elka have done, I mean, the past. And frankly, products that are interesting. Uh, the brand was created in 1877. So it's really, I mean, old brand. And um, Mr. Kick was uh, the... Um, the um, watchmaker of uh, the Queen Juliana, huh? but they did uh, a lot of product. Of course, at the beginning, that was pocket watches. And in fact, the pocket watch was also the first start. So the first watch, the first Elka I bought, and I took the, 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 the first watch, I took a picture of the side of the product, and suddenly I had the, the, the I mean, the idea, okay, I will start my design by the shape of an old pocket watch. And uh, if you look I mean, at the Elka watch that I'm doing, so the shape is really uh, based on the idea of the pocket watch. I didn't find books about, about all the, the product. Um, so it's really hard to find information about Elka. I went to the museum uh, International de l'Horlogerie, La Chaux-de-Fonds. I went to different uh, places. I tried to to find archives. I uh, only find things on forums on internet, and I found a lot, a lot of different designs. So they did. I mean, you can see. I mean, all the ages, all the period. You can find uh, products that are interesting. And then they had also collaboration because in the past, if uh, it was in the watch industry, in the car industry, in everything. So in every type of field, there were a lot of collaboration. I would say even at the beginning, so there were no name on the watches and you had only the name of the um, the owner of the watch huh, at the beginning and slowly and slowly. So the brands were doing collaboration because 
they were some strength here. So the movement or here, I mean, this uh, company could be to do square watches and this one, the one watch and this one in ceramic. So everyone was working, I mean, together with another company and they just added the name. And slowly and slowly, for instance, also Elka Watch did collaboration with um with Narda, with Vulka, with Heuer, with different uh, brands. Um, so then we can see also two names on the same dial. Like, uh, I mean, the two pieces that I, uh, I am doing an homage uh, now, um, the D-Series and the X-Series, are uh, pieces that um, are inspired by Nulis Narda, okay, for the D-Series, and the X is inspired by the Heuer, which was done for, for Elka uh, also. That was a, um, um, a flight instrument for the, the second one. Yes, that's amazing. So we've always been in contact uh, ever since uh, we met at Hamilton. Um, and you reached out to me actually very early on when you discovered that there was a Dutch Elka and mm-hmm. we brainstormed and I congratulate you on your entrepreneurship. And you said, uh, anyways, we brainstormed as friends and talked and um, said, and then you also asked me, can we do something together? And, and, and you didn't even know that, A, I was collecting privately Elka, uh, pocket watches, stopwatches and wristwatches. And that when the Kik family stopped retailing at a very late age because they didn't have children, they had two stores left, one in the Kalverstad, one in the Leitestad. So my dad, brother, and I bought in 2000 the store on the Leitestad where we started retailing in the year 2000 and didn't buy the property yet. But Kik's wish was that their brand name stopped with them when they passed away. So to honor their wish, we changed it to Ace. And fortune wants it that my brother and I had the ability to buy the property. So we have deep ties with the Kik history. And you, M and I, are both aware of it. Uh, for me, this is uh, Elka 2.0, Swiss version. So when we start brainstorming to work together, uh, it was a long brainstorm session, and we're very proud to announce today that we launched a watch together. It's an Elka watch in collab with Ace Jewelers, which is a limited edition series of four watches named the Diversity. And each are limited to 25 pieces worldwide, one with a Hebrew dial, Eastern Arabic slash Hindi, Chinese, and a regular Arabic numerals. And I love the X-Series from day one when you showed me the prototypes. I actually own one, which I wear and have worn for quite some time. And I always loved your watch. And I was very honored that you gave me the opportunity to do the collab that we're launching today. And we always want to do something cool. You always have a cool angle from the moment I met you at Hamilton. I knew you wanted to make cool stuff. And the inspiration came actually very late because... The funny story is that the Kalverstraat store of Kik was not taken over, but the whole inventory was bought by my friends from Amsterdam Watch Company. Hmm. And Roland Tushia started that company. Uh, they were the number one at first vintage 
watch store in Amsterdam that did the high-end level vintage. And we were always friends and they knew I collected Kik uh, watches. I even have a chess clock, by the way, uh, by Kik. And they also collect pocket watches, stopwatches. So they found in the old inventory a enamel dial of a pocket watch with Hebrew numbers on it. And they framed it for me and gifted it to me. So one day I was working in my home office and that frame is up there. And when I saw it, it clicked in my head. And that was the inspiration for Hakim and me to create this collab. Because Hakim, you have a Moroccan mum and a Swiss dad. Right? Father. Father. Yeah, of course, with your surname. So you're multicultural. I'm multicultural because my mom comes from Tehran in Iran. My dad comes from Tel Aviv in Israel. Um, and, and you and I love cultures. We love people. Amsam is a multicultural town. So that's the link to the old Elka. So it was such a natural story to create this diversity series. I'm, I'm extremely proud that we were able to create it, that you wanted to do it with us. We did already some uh, interviews with the press, with some VIP customers, um, and, and the results till now were amazing. We chose blue because the ace color is blue. Um, so that's the first series. Um, what would you like to add to that, uh, Hakim? I think you said everything. Uh, so you just have, I mean... Um, to show the product, <laughs> but here online is not feasible. <laughs> but uh, so there is a box uh, also. There is a box uh, for the full watches. Um, so I mean, they are only limited. So 25 pieces each. That's it. It's yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to go to the commercial route, but so, 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 so no, no, no problem. You can say that, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm daydreaming, thinking about uh, the journey we un, up until today, which was amazing and great fun. We recorded a video actually last week uh, when this episode airs in Amsterdam, where uh, we share our story as well. Um, so what we decided, the first seven watches are bundled together in one box, sold as a set. Um, and then from number 8 to 25, each watch is numbered individually, not as one-off, but literally 8 of 25, 9 of 25, up to 25 of 25. They are sold separately. Um, first come, first serve. When they're done, that's it. If we literally sell out today, which this episode airs on June 20, uh, 15th, then uh, we might consider doing a new color. We might not. We already created a prototype for a total different design. So Hakim and I like to work with each other. Well, I like to work with you. I hope you like to work with me, Hakim. Sure. Um, so we might do the real-time show collab if our dear listeners would like one. Um, so that's great fun. Now, enough about our collab. I want to hear more. So, Hakim, you did the X series, which was the foundation of our collab. And what I loved about it is I've always loved watches with minute tracks instead of hours. So our dial features 00, going to 05, running up to 55, ends at 00 again. Um, I believe that there is no other watch out there today that has either in Chinese or Eastern Arabic or Hebrew 
mm-hmm. that runs on numbers. All watches made till today always feature um, One, two, hours, yeah, hours in alphanumerical systems. So I, I love that aspect, what we've done there. Um, so that's super cool. So you already told what was the inspiration of your original design to create the X-Series. Talk us, please, through the D-Series and what's next for Elka? Where do you want to take the brand? <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm a creative. Uh, so the problem is uh, uh, there are a lot of things already d- developed. <laughs> and uh, the problem is I have been now to to work on the product I have, otherwise, I mean, I will be I will be lost uh, with all the projects. So, where I want to 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 bring the watch, I want to keep the brand small. I don't want to make I mean a huge brand. I want really to have fun developing uh, the the product, developing the marketing, developing the brand. But the idea is really to have small collections, small numbers. Uh, um so my aim is um to to continue to to do everything by myself you know i mean if you are in a big group that is probably i mean the question that you asked me before what i didn't like uh, so much is when you work with a big company so then you have your own job you can do i mean you 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 can you see i mean i was a product manager so i did the product and then, so you are in the marketing, you do the marketing, you go to the finance and do the finance. And here, I mean, developing a brand like mine is something amazing because you touch to the marketing, you touch to the sales, you touch to the finance, you touch to everything. So I'm on the market one a day, I'm on the, the marketing once a day, uh, once a week, sorry. Uh, so then it's something really interesting. So then what I want is really, I mean, to be able to continue to do something like this, to touch to everything. Uh, you can understand everything. You can meet a lot of people, meet a lot of different people. And this is something uh, amazing. So you have the, the supplier, you have the, 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 um, you have the, the customer, you have uh, the people for the marketing. So it's amazing because, I mean, it opens you a wide uh, range of fields and you meet a lot of uh, different people. So then, uh, coming back to your question, yeah, I have a lot of ideas. My idea is to stay with the design in the end of the 60s, because this is the period that I like in terms of design, in terms of interpretation, in terms of look. Um, So this is really what I like. So that will be in this uh, this, um, period of time. Now, I will not <laughs> disclose any information about what is under development. So, because I don't know when I will go, I will launch them. Okay, stay tuned and promise that you'll give the scoop to the real time show. Yes. Hakim, you owe us that. I kind of want to wrap it up here. We are bad salespeople, you and I, because we didn't say where people can order the collab we did. You, This is a real, true joint project. So, watches are sold both on the Elka website, which is A-E-L-K-A-W-A-T-C-H dot C-H, or on the Ace Jewelers website, which is A-C-E-J-E-W-E-R-L-E-R-S dot com. Um, We do honor every wish for a specified limited edition number. 
you can equally email Hakim or the ACE team. We have a real-time document where we real-time update every piece sold. So we are watch nerds and we think and behave like watch nerds and honor a watch nerds. Wish, um, I believe they cost uh, 1966 including VIT in Euro and 1625XVAT if it's shipped outside the EU. If you're based in Switzerland, contact Hakim. If you're in the EU, contact ACE. If you are outside of both regions, contact either or whomever you like more. It doesn't matter. Um, this is really a joint project. You can find Hakim as well on Instagram at E L K A W A T C H C O. You can reach me on Instagram at A L O N B E N J O S E P H. And you can always send me any questions, feedback, comment, criticism uh, by email A L O N at the real time dot show. My regular co-host, Rob Nuts, couldn't be here today, but you can find him on Instagram at R-O-B-N-U-D-D-S and you can also email him R-O-B at therealtime.show. Hakim, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you to all our dear, dear listeners and all our The Real Time Network members. If you want to be a part of our network, reach out to either Rob or me. You can use our website, therealtime.show send us a message there. Thank you again and keep on ticking.